Uh, let us talk advertising this evening. Senior Strategic Planner at Ogilvy Johannesburg, Nomaswazi Pumo is with us. Nomaswazi, I, I didn't know that you were a, a sports fan. Did you spend five hours glued to the Super Bowl all weekend? <laughs> I mean, I think um, everyone during this time of the year in advertising is a sports fan. And if you're not, then you're not really in advertising. <laughs> because <laughs> so it, is it, it's more of an advertising event than a sporting event, or is it a sporting event that has advertising or an advertising event that's interrupted by sport? I'm not sure which it is. I think it's a sporting event interrupted by advertising and a lot of entertainment because between Rohana, the actual game, and the ads, We've got a lot of things to, to, to talk about. <laughs> okay, so take me through your overwhelming impression. I mean, because it is the regarded, certainly in the world of advertising, as a showcase for some of the world's finest advertising. Some of the greatest campaigns in history emerge from, from the Super Bowl, which is second for second, probably the most expensive advertising on earth. Yes, that, that, that is true. That is correct. And I think this year, I think we, we had a good showing. Um, but there is a, a piece in particular that I think was actually brilliant and great. Um, it was the right texture of disruptive, um, quite exciting, um, and really drove the talkability, which essentially is why we love the Super Bowl in advertising. You know, we get to, you know, the next day run to the office, have those water cooler conversations around, you know, what are the pieces that we think will drive impact, the pieces you want to watch. Um, in the weeks to come because essentially to see, you know, what was impactful and what wasn't. But, um, you know, ultimately I think there was a great piece on Tubi, um, which is a streaming service, which I think, um, you know, shocked a lot of people and probably upset a lot of people, but I think it, it did the job. And I explained this uh, to those of us who didn't see it. Explain Tubi and the campaign, to be or not to be. Um, what did they do? Cool. So they are a streaming service. So I guess I'll just use the example of Netflix. I mean, similar to, to, to what we would know as a Netflix um, in SA. And essentially, during commentators having a conversation, they kind of interrupted that. Um, and how it actually looked like, it was hilarious because you'd actually see people getting into fights in their household because it looked like someone was flipping through the channels. So all the sports fans were <laughs> extremely disgruntled. Um, you had the dad shouting. You had marriages that were on the line um, because, you know, it looked like you're flipping through a whole, you know, a whole bunch of channels trying to find a different show. So I think... It was they, they, the timing was impeccable, but I also think the response and the talkability that it drove on social media. I think the numbers are sitting at like a ridiculous number, so quite high. And I'm very curious and very interested to see in the weeks to come, you know, what that means for for them from an acquisition perspective. You know, um, have they reverted? Um, and I mean, sorry, have they converted? Um, and you know, are, are they making those numbers? You know, was it? Was it something that people saw um, that intrigued them enough to want to go and subscribe? So absolutely loved it. I think it was a brilliant piece. Uh, it's such a clever stunt. I mean, you can never get away with it again, of course, but that's the joy of doing exactly. something doing something original. You you cause people to to react in a particular way. What a fabulous one. Uh, Norma Swansea, let's go on to Heroes and Zeros this evening. I'm going to play um, your, your hero tonight because this has been a hero in the past, but I think this... This is a new ad in a uh, in a sector that that defines itself on price and efficiency. Um, and anybody who's you know delivered stuff via courier, you've had stuff collected from your home, you're kind of left with a lack of confidence sometimes by the guys who come and pick the stuff up. They don't seem to be that caring. They don't seem to be that focused on the job and your particular package, which is the most important package in the world. 
These guys are creating mm-hmm. a different impression. Just have a listen to this. Where's your manager? Hello, Minier. Um, Pop and Flace. No, no, it's Pop and Fuss. Pop and Next. Here you go, Mr. Zolani. No, no. The ex must stop it. Oh. Oh. Oh, Lani. Go, go. Here you go, Mr. Uh, It's fabulous and it plays to so many wonderful South African stereotypes in quite a sweet way. Why do you like it? Why does it work for you, Norma Swazi? I think to your earlier point, Bruce, I I like it because I think it's what feels right for for the category at the moment. To your point, everyone um, is very heavy when it comes to the benefits. Everyone is kind of heavy when it comes to price. And I think they bring a very human element to a category um, where you don't really get that. And to your point, if you're delivering a gift to me, and even if it's my makeup brushes, it is the most important delivery for me at the point, at the point of time. And I, I need to know that you firstly um, know that it's not just a package that's for you know a name or a number, but it's a package for Nomaswazi. It needs to feel like it, and I think they, they managed to do it in such a clever and a compelling way. Also very South African, which um, I kind of like. Why I like it is that it's also, it's also considered, and you can tell that it's a deliberate shift for them as a brand, as a career guy, because it's a series um, of, of these different ads um, that, they, that they're rolling out, um, which kind of just wants to, I guess, make it, they're quite, coming up quite bold in the category to say, you know, we're for the people and we ensure that we deliver to the people. And I think it's, it's a nice refreshing take for the category. So that's why it's my hero this week. Yeah. And uh, again, it's poking fun at us as South Africans. Yeah. We're, we're rubbish at each other's languages. We're uh, Mr. Papenflase <laughs> and, Norm, uh, and, and, and Kolani. And just, uh, it's a case of just poking fun at us and making us look at ourselves a little bit and say, hold on a second. How much of an effort do I really make? No matter where I come from, no matter what my language background, is no matter where or the way I think, I got to treat people with a level of dignity and respect. And the first thing you can do for somebody is get their name right. It's a it's a small but highly significant thing from a customer service and from a humanity point of view. Exactly that. It's manners one hundred and one. And why I also like it is it's us um, calling each other out and not someone else. Um, so I guess it's 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 exactly that. It's us just saying to each other, you know, if 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 we're then if, if if I'm giving you something or whatever, you know, the most basic um, manners one or one is me, you know, pronouncing your name correctly. And I know the names conversation is one that we we've had, you know, many conversations and there's been many pieces of work out there about it. So I really like it, and I like the tingle of humour as well. I think um, it worked quite nicely. Yeah, you've got to be able to laugh at yourself because if you can't, uh, and this is where maybe this next ad fails a little bit. One of the greatest bugbears, other than the shortage of electricity, is the issue of potholes. What is wrong yep. with a Dunlop ad on potholes? Dunlop had such a beautiful opportunity because potholes are such an us thing and I don't want to say that as if we're claiming it and we love it. It's something that we are all disgruntled about and that we all experience as a collective in our country. And I think um, landing on that and being a tire a tie brand, they had an incredible and even peculiar, um, you know, um, were in a peculiar position to say something that is compelling, to have a very straight point of view around it, um, but to still, I guess, retain the humor of South Africa um, the texture of who we are, um, and I think they missed it. So I think they, they landed on something, um, but 
in the execution really didn't come through. And I think performance is also um, plays a very um, huge role, um, Bruce. And I think I mentioned performance often when, when we chat these ads because I think it really adds to the message landing um, and really adds to the insights coming to life. This is the advert that was made inside a pothole. There are some things in life that make you say only in Mzanzi. Like roadworks that don't work, a stop and go that never goes, or a pothole so big you can record a radio ad in it. And only in Mzanzi will you find people confident enough to record that radio ad. Like Dunlop. Because in South Africa you need a special kind of confidence to take the road. And you'll get that Mzanzi confidence when you get Dunlop Shore Cover, free with select tires. Visit DunlopTires.co.za for more. Dunlop, take the road. Now, was this a visual ad or was it a radio ad? Because I, I this don't. Is a radio ad. I see. I don't get a sense that they're in the pothole. I don't feel like they're in the pothole. They're telling me that it would be courageous to record an ad inside a pothole, but I'm not in that pothole. I didn't feel the pothole. I didn't get the no, sense I, of place. Exactly, and it didn't sound like it was in a pothole. I mean, I've never been in one, thank God. <laughs> but step outside, no matter what. Step outside. You, you have a, a whole universe of opportunity to experience. <laughs> You know, you see your point, Bruce. You know, they could have really played on that. Like, you know, I didn't feel that hollow sound. Yeah. Um, it didn't, you know, it, it just it, it sounded like just someone reading a script. I didn't also feel like the anxiety of actually being stuck in a pothole. Um, so I think they, they had a missed opportunity. They landed on something that's a great tension that's peculiar to us. Um, but really the execution, I think, could have gone, you know, a step or two further to ensure that it lands. And I think a little bit of humor um, and charisma um, would have also, you know, assisted. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Nomaswazi, thank you. Pumo, who is the Senior Strategic Planner at Ogilvy Johannesburg. Hero this week, it's another hero uh, for the guys at Courier Guy, who um, had a great parody of the very, very uh, brave security officers. Uh, there was a bit of video that went viral, of course, of these two guys sitting inside one of these um, high, high security vehicles and they were getting attacked and the bullets were hitting the bulletproof glass and they were sweating and schwitzing and they, I think they stayed remarkably calm under the circumstances but then they did a parody of those guys doing the training for the courier guys which plays to the fact that these courier guys get robbed I mean, not the courier guy, but generally couriers do get robbed because often there's some high-value items in there um, and so courier guy gets another, a, another thumbs up and zero to Dunlop for not making us feel it for not making us feel it. That is unfortunately a zero for you this evening. Um, on to uh, our Africa business report in just a moment. I Did you see, I don't know if you've seen, you know these dreadful barrier bags when you go to Tills um, and you've bought some shampoo and some eggs and some oranges and some jick and the jick and the shampoo get put into a little plastic barrier bag inside the bag that you brought hopefully, uh, or the bag that you bought at the till. And Pick and Pay says it's going to scrap these barrier bags. It's not going quite as far as many Woolworths have gone. I think all Woolworths now are saying you have to buy you have to buy the new expensive bags every time you go because you always forget them behind. Uh, but they've eradicated uh, plastic bags generally in their shops. And Pick and Pay is taking a first step. And do you know just how much how many of those bags they use every year? And the problem with these bags, these gossamer thin bags, is they can't be recycled. 
It's made out of such rubbish plastic that it's just designed to stop your, your shampoo tainting your eggs or your, or your watermelon or whatever it might be. Uh, the initiative will reduce 20 million of the small bags entering the environment, according to uh, Pick and Pay. So it's a, it's a step in the right direction, certainly, when it comes to thinking differently about the future.